You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Castleton or Northern Winter Studies Bedtime Bible Story for tonight. Um, let me just get into this. Go to there. Got it. Just bear with me. Sorry. Yeah. So um, I'm Uncle Daniel Harrison, and I live in rugby and go to rugby meeting. And I've got with me two of my grandchildren, Noah and Malachi Harrison. And I can see some other of my grandchildren on listening tonight. Now, Tonight's story is about someone who's very well known in the New Testament, and I think some of you have already heard about him in the bedtime stories. I'll give you a clue. The Apostle, now I know you're all muted, I won't better hear you, but just so you can think in your own minds, the Apostle, and it's Paul. So the Apostle Paul, he's the main character in tonight's story, and he's on a journey quite a long journey. He has left Jerusalem and the land of Israel and he's going into um, Macedonia and Asia for a particular reason. And that reason is not for a holiday. He's going to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God and the things concerning the, the Lord Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God. And also, he's mainly going to speak to non-Jews, otherwise known as Gentiles. And tonight's story goes to a place called Ephesus. Tell you a little bit about Ephesus. It's got a port, which means it's by the seaside, and sailing ships can come to bring their goods for trade. It's also got a big library. It was quite famous in its day. There is also a very big temple to a god called Diana of the Ephesians. And also there was a big theatre, an outdoor theatre, and the theatre could hold a lot of people. Come to that in a moment. OK, so he's got to Ephesus and because he's going to preach the gospel, where is he likely to go first? Well, he's going to look for the synagogue because that's where there will be Jews reading their Old Testament scriptures, learning from it, singing praises to God and preaching from it. And he wants to go and talk to them. And when he gets there, he finds that there are some disciples. Now, when he realizes these are disciples, he asks them a question and he says to them, well, have you received the Holy Spirit? And they said, what's that? We've never heard of the Holy Spirit. We don't know what it is. The Apostle Paul says to these disciples, well, you've been baptised. What have you been baptised into? And they said, we were baptised into John's baptism. And that's the baptism for repentance. That's fine to the Apostle Paul, but John preached about someone who's going to come after him. And that was going to be his cousin, the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And he explained that they need to be baptized into Christ. Well, that's the means of gaining salvation, the hope for salvation, being baptized into Christ. When these disciples understood that, they were baptized. And it picks out in the New Testament that there are 12 disciples living in Asia, in Ephesus. When they're baptized, the Apostle Paul did something else. He laid his hands on each one of them and they were given the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, why would you do that? Well, it was very beneficial because not only were they able to talk to other people about the word of God, they were also going to be able to perform miracles. That's why they received the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, the Apostle Paul <clears throat> was um, three months at the synagogue preaching and talking and debating about the scriptures. Some believed him, others didn't. And in time, there was such a disagreement about Paul's teaching that the Apostle Paul decided he'd move out of the synagogue and relocate somewhere else in Ephesus. And he went to what's called a school, and it's called the School of Tyrannus. Now, basically, it was a meeting place where they did all sorts of things, including learning things. But this was an opportunity for Paul to carry on his teaching. And he stayed there for two whole years. And the people in the area of Ephesus, they heard the word of God, both Jews and Gentiles, and they began to believe. Now, the Apostle Paul is also given a very special power of the Holy Spirit. It's, he's, only, he's the only one recorded of this happening. When people heard about the message that he was preaching, they brought items of clothing to Apostle Paul so that if he touched them, they would then take the items of clothing to the poorly people wherever they were, and they would be healed. And the items of clothing, it's called aprons and handkerchiefs. In fact, the handkerchief was really a sweat band around the head. The apron was something for tying up the clothes for workmen. Okay, so both the items of clothing were to do with work. Anyway, if these items of clothing touched other people, they would be saved. <clears throat> also, in Ephesus, there were a group of Jews working from the synagogue, I think, and they were wandering Jews. They're called vagabond Jews in the New Testament, and they're also exorcists. They were people who claimed to remove evil spirits or illnesses from other people. And there are seven of them. And there are seven men who were the sons of a man called Sceva. And he was chief priest in the synagogue. And it's recorded on one occasion when they went to heal someone and the man reacted quite badly. He said to them, Jesus, I know, he's a poorly man, but he said, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, but who are you? I don't know you. And he got violent 
and he attacked these seven men, ripped their clothes off, injured them, and they ran away. The point being, this man, though poorly and ill, he, he knew these were not the true preachers. And in time, the Apostle Paul healed this man. But the incident was known. All the men and women in Ephesus got to know of this. And you know what? As a result of it, many believed and confessed their faith. Because a miracle, miracles have been taking place. And people were convinced of the teaching. And many were converted. Now, also in Ephesus, there are quite a large group of people that we call magicians. They practiced all sorts of things to do with magic. And let me tell you, magic is a deceitful art. But they did it. And they had lots and lots of books, all to do with that teaching magic. Concerning magic, you might remember that in the Old Testament, at the time of Pharaoh and Moses, before they came out of Egypt, some miracles were performed by God through Moses. And Pharaoh's, notice this, magicians also did some of the early miracles. They're magicians, but they're tricksters. They couldn't carry on with performing the rest of the miracles, the rest of the plagues that God did through Noah. So that's just to mention that, that there, are, there have always been magicians about, and they earn money from doing it. Now, these magicians realise well, the Apostle Paul, what he's teaching and the miracles he's performing, we can't do this. He's telling us the truth. Do you know what they did? They gathered all their books together and they burnt them. And those books were worth a lot of money. It says the value of the books that was burnt was 50,000 pieces of silver. To give you some idea, one piece of silver was equivalent to one day's wage. OK, so 50,000 pieces of silver would buy you a lot of land and a lot of houses. They destroyed them all and they believed and in, in the Apostle Paul. And I'm sure many were converted and baptized. The point now is this. It says in the Bible that the word of God grew mightily and continued to gain, gain control and influence, not only in Ephesus, but in the other areas where Paul had been preaching, particularly in Asia, which is now modern day Turkey, and um, it's gone, um, Macedonia, which is now Greece. All right, here's the point, and let's not forget this. What the Apostle Paul is doing with his teaching and performing miracles, people are being convinced about the message of salvation, about the word of God. And that's exactly what God wants. And most of these people were not Jews. They were non-Jews, Gentiles. I'm a Gentile. And I think most of you watching tonight are Gentiles. And we're listening about the word of God. Something else happened at Ephesus. Quite a big event. You see, in Ephesus, there was a very big temple. And the people there thronged to it. And they worshipped a god, a female goddess called Diana of the Ephesians. But because Paul was converting so many people, they threw their idols away. They were used to buying idols from a particular man who was a wealthy man 
um, whose name escapes me for a moment, um, Demetrius. Right? Now, Demetrius had a business and he employed craftsmen. But what did he do? Demetrius made images of Diana. Okay? And he sold them and made a lot of money. But because Paul was preaching the gospel of salvation, people were turning away from the goddess Diana. That meant the business that Demetrius had was beginning to decline. Not enough trade was going on. So he got angry with the teaching of the Apostle Paul. He told his craftsmen, we're going to lose our trade because what the Apostle Paul is doing in Ephesus. So these men went round Ephesus shouting, great is Diana of the Ephesians. And do you know what? All, a lot of the people living in Ephesus went to the open air theatre, the amphitheatre, and joined in with them. And they all started shouting, great is Diana of the Ephesians. They were trying to persuade the people of Ephesus to hang on to the god of this goddess, Diana of the Ephesians. And Demetrius wanted to hang on to his trade. <coughs> says, was not all at Ephesus. <clears throat> Just turn over the page. Right. <clears throat> Sorry, just, just, just my prompt. I tried to do it from memory and I've just failed for a second. Now, the Bible tells us that though these people were gathered together, quite a large number of them didn't know why they'd gone to the amphitheatre to shout out greatest dying of the Ephesians. They didn't know the root cause of the problem, but they were there joining in. And the Apostle Paul tries to go into the theatre to explain to them, look, this is what's happening. I'm preaching about God. But the chief men of the city said to Paul, you can't go into that theatre. It's too dangerous. If you go in there, they'll kill you. They want your blood. They stopped him going in. Now, there was a faithful believer and he was chosen to go in and speak to them. Just bear me a second, because I'm afraid his name is escaped. Alexander. He went in, he raised his hand to try and speak to the people. And the people realised, hang on a minute, that man down there in front of the stage is a Jew. And the people of Ephesus, Ephesus were beginning to turn against the Jews. So they shouted at him. They shouted louder and longer. And do you know what? They kept on shouting. The man couldn't speak. For two whole hours, I get shouting, greatest Diana, goddess of the Ephesians. Well, after two hours, the people were beginning to get a bit tired. No doubt their voices were getting a bit hoarse and a bit sore. And that's when the town clerk realised, I'm going to walk in there now and ask them to stop. And he said to them, look, in this city, when there's a problem, we talk about it. Don't just keep shouting the same thing. We talk about it. We're educated people. You've got the opportunity to talk about it. And do you know what? The crowd calmed down and they actually went away. There's no record of whether any of those people talked to Apostle Paul. They probably did privately. But that was a big event. Now, let me tell you, the theatre at Ephesus was so large 
there were 55,000 seats. Right, is that big? Now, whether there were that many people there at the time, I don't know, but it was a big theatre. That had been a lot of noise. But you know what? The word of God grew and multiplied. Even though it was hard for Apostle Paul and the believers, the word of God grew and multiplied. Now, I've gone over my time. I'm just going to do a short now. In, in Acts chapter 20, another little thing that happened. The Apostle Paul leaves Ephesus. He travels north. He goes up about nearly 200 miles to a place called Troas, which also is by the sea. And he goes into a building. It's late, getting late. He goes into a building and he starts talking about the gospel. And a lot of people come into the room to listen. And he's talking till midnight. And because it's getting dark, they've got a lot of lamps lit in, lit in the room to make it light. But do you know what lamps do? They give off a lot of heat. A lot of people in the room would be getting hotter and hotter. And there's a young man there, and he was sat on the windowsill, leaning against the side. And because of the heat, and it was so late, as a young man, he started to fall asleep. And deeper and deeper into sleep. Do you know what happened? Suddenly, he fell out the window and he was two stories up. He's in the upper room. He fell down to the ground. That would have hurt him. So they left the upper room. The Apostle Paul went down to find him. And they pick him up. And no doubt he was injured, but he recovered probably through a miracle, and he was taken back into the house and he was refreshed. So there we are. Do you know what? The word of God again multiplied and grew. Even though someone was badly hurt, they recovered. Again, a miracle was performed. So look, I spent longer on my time telling you this story tonight. Let's remember the Apostle Paul. He was teaching to Jews, particularly non-Jews, they're called Gentiles. And what was he teaching? He was teaching about the kingdom of God and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and about salvation. Salvation from sin and death and the hope of life eternal in God's kingdom on this earth. So let's carry on reading our Bibles, learning God's lessons, trying to do what God wants us to do, helping one another, loving one another. May God bless us all in our walk to his kingdom. Thank you all very much. I'm going to say good night. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. 
you can email us at btf at cdvideo.org. If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen. Thank you.